0: This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie, they lie all the time, and their friends in the media lie too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room, but facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. This is never going to end, is it? It's going to go on and on. I'm talking about the riots in Minnesota, or for those of you who watch the mainstream media, the peaceful protest. Their advice is, don't believe your lying eyes, believe their lies. Minnesota might lead the nation in defunding the police, and their leaders can't understand why crime is rising. They don't understand because they're liberals. They've reimagined the police, too. Barack Obama talked about the riots the other day. He says that it's time to reimagine the police, too. He doesn't say how. Liberals never do. But reimagine is such a wonderful word that explaining what it actually means would ruin everything. The word reimagine stands alone. It sums up everything for people on the left. And once you've reimagined the police, you can reimagine a lot of other things, too, Things like capitalism and the military and foreign policy and biology or just about anything the radical left can think of. There were so many things that Barack Obama tried to reimagine when he was president, but the only thing he truly reimagined was failure. He reimagined the economy and it failed. He reimagined race relations and made them much worse. He reimagined foreign policy and that was a total disaster. He was a master at reimagining failure. Joe Biden is reimagining Barack Obama's failures, and he's failing even better than his old boss, if that's possible. He wants to be the all-time champion of reimagining failure, and so far, he's off to a great start. And keep in mind, when you're reimagining everything, it doesn't matter that none of the things you reimagine will be functional or once you've reimagined them. It's the word "reimagine" that's important, not the actual results. And liberals can get away with the insane things that they're doing of reimagining everything, because the media covers up for them. Look at Joe Biden's approval numbers. They're still pretty good, and there's no reason for that, unless you want to give him credit for getting the vaccine out there. But that's hard to reimagine, since he's pretty much following Donald Trump's plan. If the media were honest, and they're not, they'd be pointing out the terrible things that he's doing, like open borders, and his approval ratings would be in the tank, but they're doing everything in their power to cover up his mistakes and his lack of transparency and all of his lies. The things they can't cover up are his lack of energy, and his gaps, and his actual results, and yet, despite all of their efforts, his approval numbers are starting to go down. They're just above 50%. Now, that's not very good for a president in his first year in office. But it does prove that the American people are smarter than the media thinks. Donald Trump had great results in his first year in office, but his approval numbers weren't very high. Now, how does that happen? Well, the media, of course. Joe Biden has terrible results, but his approval ratings are pretty fair still. Just think about this. Try to reimagine what Joe Biden's approval ratings would be if the media treated him the same way they treated Donald Trump. His ratings would be close to zero. The media did everything they could to destroy Donald Trump, and they're now doing everything they can to help Joe Biden. But it's not working out the way they planned. Hey, members of the media, you need to reimagine what you're doing. The American people aren't as dumb as you thought. They see the open borders and the rising gasoline prices and the rising crime and all the lockdowns, and they want Joe Biden to reimagine how he's running the country. He won't, of course. He'll keep trying to increase his power while he takes away our freedom bit by bit. He has no choice. He needs to get more power, enough power, so that it doesn't matter what people think about the radical things that he's doing. This has to be very tough on Joe Biden and the rest of the radical left. They have the media working for them, protecting them. But even that isn't enough to fool the American people. The only thing left is to try to take total control. They're reimagining America and the Constitution, and they don't like what they see. The Constitution is a barrier. It gives the American people freedom, and it doesn't give people leading the country enough power. This is what constant and complete failure does to you. It doesn't leave you a lot of choices. You prove over and over that you can't solve problems, but you want to stay in power, because you like power and the perks it brings to you. But the Constitution stands in your way. Sooner or later, your only choice is to try to move to authoritarian socialism, and that's just what the Democrats are doing. Their inability to solve problems, or even to identify the correct problem to try to solve, is at the root of their failures. Look no further than Minnesota to see their failures on full display. Since the tragic death of George Floyd, Minnesota has reimagined law enforcement, and other liberal cities and states have done the same thing. The sane people knew what would happen if you did reimagine the police and defund them. Crime will go up. What sane person didn't know that? Do you know anyone who didn't know that? I mean, outside of your liberal friends? So as crime is going up all over the United States, what do liberals do? Well, first, they ask for more money. That's what they always do. And then they keep reimagining policing all over again. They don't go back to the things that were working. They have to keep tinkering. This is what they always do. They never admit they're wrong. They just keep reimagining things until they ruin them completely. If you want a good example, look no further than public education. They've been reimagining public education for over 70 years, and it keeps getting worse and worse. Every year, the police interact with the public over 60 million times. Most of the time, these interactions go very well. The police solve problems and, for the most part, These incidents are successfully resolved. The police also deal with criminals, and sometimes these are very bad people, and sometimes these interactions don't go well. Sometimes the interactions turn violent. About a thousand people are killed by the police each year. Most are justified. About a hundred police officers are killed in the line of duty each year. Most of the time, police shootings are justified. Some are not. Some are accidental, and some are not. When you have over 60 million interactions, some are bound to go wrong. That's tragic, but it's true. It's to be expected. It's very unfortunate, but it happens. And every year, we have innocent people killed by the police. Every one of them is a tragedy. It's always a terrible thing to have an innocent person killed. Every year, approximately 15 unarmed black people are killed by the police. None of these unarmed people deserve to die, and nothing can excuse this when it happens. There should be justice for each of these victims. But should we change the entire system of policing because of 15 bad outcomes out of over 60 million? Does that make sense? The circumstances surrounding each of these deaths is different. The reasons are different. The way to prevent each of these shootings are also different. But to liberals, the answer is to reimagine the entire system of policing. Why? More training might help, but reimagining the entire system because of 15 bad outcomes out of over 60 million doesn't sound reasonable, does it? To the left, it does. The standard for the far left is perfection when it suits them. And if perfection can't be achieved then the entire system must be thrown out. It's like racism. If one person in America is racist, then every white person is racist, too. And America must be fundamentally changed because of it. Yes, it's lunacy. But this is who liberals are. Perfection as a standard? Talk about nuts. It's nothing more than a scam. You set an impossibly high standard And then you say, if we can't live up to that impossible standard, then the entire system must be thrown out. And people buy into this massive lie. They say America is racist when it isn't. They say the police are racist when they aren't. They say we need to reimagine everything. But they never say what the end result of this reimagining of everything will be. Well, we know what reimagining the police has done. It's resulted in in much higher crime rates. And the crime rates are rising in the cities where many people of color live. They are less safe because of these policies. And if you ask the people who actually live in these cities, not the activists who are rioting, but the residents of these unsafe cities, you'll get a very different story. They like the police. They want more of them in their communities. But you never hear from them. You only hear from activists. Activists who don't even live in the communities they claim to represent. What the left is trying to do by setting impossible standards is to convince the American people that our entire system of government is racist and corrupt and must be changed completely. They used to hide the fact that they wanted socialism, but they don't do that anymore. And I love the media when they talk about Nancy Pelosi's new book and how Nancy calls out the bird-brained bartender... AOC and her squad, in that book. What they don't say is that Nancy Pelosi believes in everything that AOC believes in. The only difference is that Nancy wants to move slowly to authoritarian socialism, and AOC and the squad demands it now. Most Democrats are socialists, too. But they think AOC hurts their cause by coming right out and saying that their goal is an authoritarian socialist regime. That's why they don't like her. It isn't because they believe in the Constitution or the Republic. It's because they agree with Nancy. They believe that socialism is in their grasp. And the only thing that can hurt their cause is if the American people wake up and see what's really going on. They're afraid that the American people are going to figure out that this social justice thing is all just a big scam. It's a way to get power. They're afraid that people will see... That the Democrats like the riots in Minnesota and Portland, Oregon, and Washington and New York City. They encourage the riots, and the media does too. They want things to get so bad that Joe Biden can nationalize the police. That's what Barack Obama wanted to do, and Joe Biden wants it too. They're purging the military right now of anyone who disagrees with their radical leftist policies. They're sacrificing the safety of the American people in the process, and politicizing the United States military. They're doing the same thing with the intelligence agencies. Look at the things they're doing, and then try to convince yourself that these are nothing more than conspiracy theories. They're doing it in the open. They're not hiding anything. Fifteen incidents a year out of more than 60 million interactions, and they want to reimagine the police. Watch for a committee to be appointed by Joe Biden to study the problem, just like the committee that's looking at ways to reimagine the Supreme Court, ways like packing it with Constitution-hating radical socialists, people who will ignore the Constitution. This committee will be told to find ways to make the police less racist, and to find ways to make them more accountable, and they'll be asked to decide if nationalizing the police would be helpful to achieve these goals. A nationalized police force would bring about a police state in America, and that's what the Democrats want. They would finally have the control that they've been looking for. This is what they really want. They know that the police aren't racist. They're using this lie to gain power. Watch and see if I'm right. See if they form a committee to study the problem. Then go ahead and call it a conspiracy. It's time for everyone to reimagine their support for people who want so much power. Our system of government was designed to stop that from happening. It was designed to make sure that power was dispersed between the branches of government, so that we'd never have to deal with an authoritarian government from either the left or the right. The system is brilliant, but it's under attack. Under attack from people who want you to reimagine government. They want to take away the very safeguards that prevent an authoritarian government from ever taking power. You need to start asking yourself, why do they want to do this? You need to start thinking of ways to keep these safeguards. Reimagine yourself living with no freedom. Reimagine yourself dealing with a national police force that isn't there to protect you and your family, but to carry out the commands of an all-powerful government. That's not a very pleasant thought, but this is what they want. Without an honest media, it's going to be very hard to hold on to our republic and to our constitution, but we have to do it. As long as we have the filibuster, we have a chance. As long as we make it to the 2022 elections, as long as those elections are free and fair, we have a chance. But don't kid yourself. This is what's at stake, your freedom, and freedom can't be reimagined. You either have it, or you don't. Let's work to keep it, just the way it is. This is one thing that we don't need to reimagine.